How are we doing today, everybody? Welcome back to the Competing for Christ podcast. My name is Ken Burke, and today my special guest is Fabish Mark, fellow podcast host and fellow athlete. How are you doing today, Fabish? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, it's kind of funny uh, hearing you say welcome to Competing for Christ because I'm so used to saying <laughs> welcome to my podcast. So, um, yeah, I'm doing good. Good, good. Yeah. For those of you listening who don't know, Fabish is from Kenya. He hosts the Fabish Mark podcast, available on Spotify, by the way. And he's an avid Manchester United fan. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, Fabish. It's a, it's a really great honor to have you on. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, uh, Kenya is huge on soccer and all that. So that's, you know, you have to have a team. And for me, many. <laughs> It's pretty big because so I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. Um I'm I'm really excited for this, man. Yeah, me too. I think it's gonna be a really good thing and really awesome. Uh but first of all, Fabish, how about you tell everybody about uh, a little bit about your podcast and then can you give the audience a little bit of background about your experience in sports? Oh yeah. So my podcast is generally like when I started, I was talking about my my myself. Um and I was, you know, because I've I've been raised in a family that is both Kenyan and American. And so it's very interesting because they're very different cultures. Um, and sometimes, like, I find myself in the middle, you know, and I have to switch to one side and then go back to the other side. And I was like, uh, I'm just going to tell people about this because not many people understand what that looks like. Um, and so that's what my podcast started about. And then as we continued... Um, you know, I decided, well, let me just venture out and see, um, you know, if I can find cool people to bring to the podcast who can add value to my audience. Um, and so, yeah, that's where we are right now. Um, but in terms of sports, um, from a very young age, I, you know, loved playing soccer and running around and, you know, playing with my friends. And then um, when I joined, we call them primary schools here. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, elementary school and middle school combined. I did not play so much, you know, sports so much because I, I was very quiet around that time. I, you know, I loved reading and all that, and but I didn't really play a lot. Um, but like towards the end of that, I started swimming. And, you know, that's something that I found out I enjoyed so much because I would swim by myself. And so I didn't have to like compete with other people so many times. Um, and then when I joined high school, I kind of, you know, it was a new place. I didn't know anybody. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to try. And at the first day I was like, let me go and, you know, try playing soccer. But it was full. Everybody wanted to play soccer. So I was like, okay, well, what's the next <laughs> the next best thing? And I found hockey, field hockey, um, which is funny because in the States, it's considered like a ladies game. I didn't know that. Like, no, there's not many, <laughs> you know, um, guys playing field hockey. So that was very surprising. But so I played that and then I would alternate with, you know, uh, swimming the first season and then field hockey the next. And then we would play like, you know, pick up soccer games and stuff like that. Yeah. What was your experience like with swimming and field hockey? They were very different um, because so swimming is is like individual. I mean, you can do it as a team, but at the end of the day, you have to everything kind of depends on you. And like for me, I, I I love stuff that gave me that adrenaline rush, you know, like when you're looking in the water, like, you know, you you can hear like 
them counting or there's a whistle about to go, you know, and like if you just zone out and like you're in your own world and you know you can you can see every little detail like you know the water um the waves and you know the reflections and everything like you're just in your world um and then like when the whistle goes or like they fire something in that moment that's when like i i don't know i just felt like the most power in that moment and so like when you shoot and then you you know you hit the water there's just that feeling that you you're doing it and people are watching you but you are also doing it for yourself and like you know there's there's just confidence that comes from that like you know you're in your own zone um and so yeah i really enjoyed that and then field hockey was very new because it was like the opposite of that like it was a team game you all had to you know work together and people were pretty aggressive um i was very chill but you know when you play it's like football like you know the guys like you know they hit their chest mm-hmm. and like bang the, the um <laughs> the walls and you know, everybody's so aggressive but i'm like sitting there so and i was like the smallest of them all so that was kind of very interesting um so field hockey was I, I had to learn how to get used to people because you know that's how you play and i i i, I felt much more emotions you know going around in field hockey than in swimming because if i lost in swimming i was like well you know there's always another time and i i was the only one going to handle that disappointment but like in field hockey you're like oh man i've, I've let my teammates down and you know the coach is not happy and so it's a whole different you know environment but yeah i learned a lot from both of them yeah yeah for sure and we're going to talk a little bit about you know individual sports and team sports and how how that does how that plays out in culture but speaking of culture, that's what we're really going to be talking about today is how sports have cultural implications in, in the world around us even. Um, so moving, moving towards that, that first question I had for you in regards to that is, do you think that sports should have as much cultural weight as they do? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm answering it, of course, from like my perspective as a Kenyan. I think they, you know, they should for sure because... Like our country, of course, is known for swimming. Um, no, no, sorry, not swimming. I don't know why swimming is in my mind. We are known for running, <laughs> um, and so, <laughs> like most of the time, people here associate Kenya with running, and it's brought so much attention, you know. And as as the younger generation see these people, they always want to emulate them, and you know, like. There's, there's a lot because, you know, Kenya is a third world country and there's some good parts of it and there's some bad parts of it. Um, and, you know, like it's almost it's almost like the bad part of our society sometimes always has the good, you know, some good always comes out of mm. it. Um, and so most people that have the story of, oh, yeah, I was an Olympian. I beat this record. I beat this record. If you look back in their story, they never really came from like super comfortable backgrounds. They had to like, you know beat it to get there and so yeah i think like i mean in culture in general sports plays a huge huge um you know like like for us every single weekend man like it's it's crazy because i'm a man you find my friend is my brother is a chelsea fan another guy is an arsenal fan and so we all come together and like it's just you know it's it's all crazy and so mm-hmm. I feel like it, it really it really connects us in a way that any other thing wouldn't because we are here to support you know our team and we are here we we all have like people will only come together if they have a common goal you know and when you have a when you have sports that's pretty cool because then 
you don't have to like you know all have different opinions i mean you can think about you know players are different and all that but at the end of the day the sport is a sport and so that can bring people together and change you know a lot i think yeah for sure i mean sports and culture i mean almost simultaneously go together especially in like when you talk about olympics and you know just individual sports and oh you know Cristiano Ronaldo, you know where he's from, you know where Messi's from, you know where Nadal's from, you know? And they associate the sports and the athletes that come from those sports with the culture and the nation that they're from. And, I mean, to be honest, like, yeah, that's a good thing, but it can be a dangerous thing for sure because, like, I've always loved sports and I'm, I'm hopefully always will be able to play them, but making sports into a god in your life is where, you know, that line should be drawn you know what i mean yeah 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 uh, like <laughs> for me there's that thing i always say like when i when i step into a hockey pitch i mean hockey is a dangerous game you know the ball is like you, you, can, I, I, you know what that looks like right right it's like um yes yeah like you know it's a high it's almost like a baseball um and so mm-hmm. if that hits you pretty well, you know, you, you're not going to come out. And <laughs> I, I got hit with that a few times. And it's even worse when it's like the cold season. Because we don't really have winter here. So it's like the you know rainy season and the dry season. And so like during the rainy season, of course, it's cold. And maybe like, you know, you're out there playing a game and the grass is wet and, you know, you sleep. And maybe somebody was hitting the ball and hits your eye. I've got a black eye before. Mm. And man, that is painful or you know i've had friends that almost had all their teeth you know out you know just because of the you know the game and so when you're that close to something like that it kind of changes your perspective about things and you realize like you know one time you can't be walking in and everybody's like oh yeah this guy you know he's the best and you know it gets into your head and then the next time it's all over you know just Mm -hmm. like that um you can you can get an injury that you know changes your life forever and so for me, like, I always think, even like swimming, you know, you can get a muscle pull in the middle of the, you know, like when you're in, in the race and that's it. Like, mm-hmm. it might be like the biggest race. And so you never know what's going to happen. So all you do is pray and hope that everything goes well and you separate yourself from the spot. You know, you play, but you know that this is not what my life is all about because it's it's a short thing. Um there's always going to be somebody better than you that comes up and, you know, it will be over eventually. So putting everything in that is very dangerous, I think. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's a lot of weight on your shoulders when you make it so you you connect yourself with, with you know, your nation or, you know, w- when you're on a team and you want to you want to impress all your teammates and you want to be there for them and you want to succeed for them and then when you put that weight on your shoulders and you don't succeed i mean you're devastated um and i think when you play sports to glorify god and to showcase the talents that he's given you everything else will fall into place and culture included into that you know so next question that i have for you you see so many athletes speaking out on things like political issues, social issues, and, you know, even speaking about their religion, you know, a lot. Uh, how do you personally feel about that? I think, of course, every human being has a right to speak their mind. Um, and we should always be cautious to listen to both sides. 
and you know put ourselves in the situation of the other person and see what that looks like from their perspective you know but i think as a christian i think if i use my platform um to speak about god then that's pretty good i mean i would encourage that for mm-hmm. sure you know um and so I, th- I think i think like people have to be careful what you say because when you have such a huge platform you have many people that maybe are hurting some people you know they may not be in a good place and so they're just looking for something to latch on and so if you come out swinging and like you know you say the wrong thing or you say something that's a bit you know um controversial then you have all these people that were just looking for something you know like to latch on and so they will they will do they will go out there and do something and say oh yeah we did it because so and so said this you know um and i think that's always like you know it's a it's almost like flying close to the sun you have to be very careful with what comes out of your mouth but i think for me as a christian i think it's safe to say because i'm proud of it you know i i will i will go anywhere and say that that i'm a christian and i have the right to say that and if that can you know if somebody you know is you know looking for god and you know, just searching and I am the reason why they get to God, maybe it's planned that way, then, you know, that's great, you know, and it is something to be proud of. Um, but like, you know, the, right now there's so much going on and everybody has an opinion everywhere, you know. And so I think sometimes we just have to, like, if it doesn't really, if you don't have to, if you really don't have to, then don't, you know, Um but like you know, sometimes there are things that force us to force us to speak out, and I think those are the moments that we have to be very careful what we say. And we might think, oh yeah, I'm helping this person, but then you know maybe you're speeding their chance of getting to where they were supposed to get. And you know you think, oh yeah, I'm gonna get them there quick, but maybe they have to go through that learning process to get there. You know, and so I think yeah, I definitely think like you know as a Christian. If I, if I was, you know, if I had a shoot platform and, I you know, like somebody asked me, yeah, I did have to do that for, for sure. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's not going to hurt anybody. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, we have to be very careful what we say. But, like, yeah, with Christianity, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you have, if you're a professional athlete and you have that platform, like you said, you have to be so careful of what you say. Because, I mean, you see it all the time, people being taking words out of context and using that against them in a negative way. Uh, oh, for it's, sure. It's really dangerous and it can be, it can be hazardous to your career and to your image as an athlete. And I mean, if you say something negative about somebody else and you identify as a Christian, what are they going to say about Christianity now? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But the next question I had was, should professional athletes be looked up to as role models? Oh, um, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, there's, I can say, like, right now, we can see that going on. Like, there's players, I can speak for Manu, that, um, you know, there's Ronaldo now plays for Manu, which is a great thing, <laughs> of course. Um, but there's, <laughs> there's also players in that team that grew up watching him um, and copied him and wanted to be like him. And, you know, Ronaldo, the thing about him is, like, you know, he's one of those people you either hate or you love, you know, there's no in-between. And so, like, he brings out this air of, like, confidence and he knows what he's doing and, you know, he stands up for what he believes in. And I think 
most of the players in that team look up to him and some of them grew up watching him. Um, and so you can see how that can, you know, um, affect somebody. Um, and so, yeah, I think like if if it's a right, if the right person and, you know, you, you think your values are aligned and, you know, you see them as this is the person I want to be like, then yeah, for sure. Um, but then, like I said, like when you when you are that big, you hold the responsibility for every single thing that you do, you know, mm. and 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 like <laughs> this, my dad always says this: like when you're in that position, the best thing to realize is that you almost don't know anything, you know, because that's how you learn. You you learn as you go, and you also you know you also impact those who watch you. But the moment you think, oh yeah, I know everything, then you know it's kind of game over for you because it's very dangerous to be at that position. But yeah, I mean, I look up to Ronaldo not as a I don't want to play soccer, but you know, I think the way he beat uh, poverty and the way like you know he he rose through the ranks and his confidence and always knowing that you know um, I can do it. I think that's great, you know, um, and I think people. If you know, in in all other aspects of life, you can apply that and be like, yeah, I know that no matter what, there's always going to be something positive that comes out of this, you know. Um, so yeah, you know, that I think that's a very long answer, but I, <laughs> yeah, I think you know, athletes are there to be looked up to, you know. But also, there's some that I mean, I've been disappointed a few times, like when you think, oh yeah, this guy is very cool, this guy is very great. And then something comes up and you're like, oh, man, yeah, I did not think that, was, you know, that's what who he was. Mm. And so then you kind of you've been building up yourself and your personality to be like this person. And then it's all shattered, you know, so you never see them like that again. I think that's very sad. And so, of course, yeah, you know, there's people that chase fame. There's people that chase that light, you know, um, but there's people that they're just there they didn't really ask for that but they you know god gave them that talent and it shows you can people can see through you and i think i think like the people who are very genuine with who they are um i think those are the ones worth you know uh, following and looking up to yeah when i thought about this question i my mind immediately went to an old nike commercial uh featuring hall of fame basketball player charles barkley back in 1993 i mean it in the commercial, he says, I am not a role model. And I kept thinking about that. And I was like, I mean, yes, athletes aren't always the best role models, but they cannot ignore the fact that they are. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like like you say, Cristiano Ronaldo is not blind to the fact that he is a model, a role model for millions of kids and millions of people. And if yeah, you choose uh -huh. to ignore that as an athlete, it can create a mindset for the next generation that says we can act any way we want on the field or the court and there's going to be no repercussions of, of my actions. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that creates such a dangerous culture for sports and such a dangerous culture for, I mean, the entire world. Yeah, yeah. Um, so to give you a real-life example, um, Ronaldo, <laughs> if you keep talking about him, he is the most, I think, I think like in social media, he's the most followed human being across all platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And, you know, like, I mean, he knows he has that much following, you know. And there was one time during the, I think it was like the Euros 
this is how much he can affect you know people he when he was on a you know mm. press conference he decided that he was not going to drink coca-cola right like he pushed coca-cola bottle aside and took a water bottle and so just that simple that you know that simple gesture lost coca-cola millions of dollars you know and they even almost tried to sue him because at the moment somebody who really adores ronaldo see him do that of course they're not going to drink coca-cola you know and so that trend started and it, you know like it affected <laughs> their sales so much that he had to apologize to them you know and then when when he came to menu like this you know their sales shot up like everybody the t-shirt sales and all that and so you know they can they can say all day that oh yeah i don't think you know um, i'm responsible for what somebody else is doing but they they can't really deny the fact that there's somebody somewhere that is 100% behind them and is watching everything they do and so if they mess then that guy also messes you know because they'll be like oh yeah ronaldo did it so it's okay you know right and going going towards sports in in culture in like a, a mega scale do you think it's possible to set aside like cultural debates or differences or discussions in order to come together for one team or sport oh yeah yeah for sure for sure um so like i said i went to like a boarding school and you know in kenya boarding schools are pretty cool um but like you know it was a public school and so there was so many people from different backgrounds religions you know races and so we were all together and so we had to learn you know to come together and you know be one thing and that was pretty hard because sometimes you know we would be like in the cafeteria and some people would be like praying while we are eating or like you know doing just something we were not used to and it took some time to get used to that you know um and then like sometimes when we are playing there were some people who had like rules on what to do and what not to do and how to appear and you know all these things and so it was a huge barrier you know but like when we stepped in the field that was very different because you know as as a player you are a player and you're playing for the team you don't play for what you know like this is my religion and this is what i think and you know all that we put that aside um and so sometimes uh, i i remember like in our national games like the i think it was like the semi final or the final they were reading the names of the players on the roster and i remember like it was it was so diverse like there was a few muslim kids and then a few indian kids and then you know of course i was there and then you know a few other friends and so the last names in kenya are the ones that kind of um separate you you know all these guys from here these guys from here and then of course we have tribes you know to add on top of all of that and so i might come from one tribe somebody else comes from another tribe and so you know it was so different and you know we you could tell that everybody was from a different background but when we got to the you know we played the same and you know we wore the same uniform and you know like when we were playing we didn't care i passed to somebody who's so different from me they passed the ball back to me if somebody scores we all celebrate together and we won as a team and i think you know that was one of the most beautiful things because it brought the school together in a way that it, it was so hard like the principal was like okay let's try and bring you know like create these like conferences and stuff but they never worked but with sports of course like people just clicked you know no matter where you come from so yeah i think yeah i think that's true yeah that's it's so 
crazy sometimes just to see how sports can do that. And not no matter what's going on in the world, people will watch and people will play and participate just for the love oh, of the yeah. game. Doesn't matter what's going on outside. Doesn't matter what cultural barriers are there, are there. Like you said, people are going to play and we're going to be one team with one name uh-huh, across our uh-huh. chest and w- w- the same colors, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, it's just... It's interesting to see how much weight sports has mm-hmm. in our lives. Um, but at the same time, it's really cool to see too. But next question, what difference, if any, do you see between how much meaning sports have on the cultures of Kenya and, and the U.S.? Because you've lived in both. Um, I would say, like, you know, there's, the similarity is that people are crazy about what, you know, the sport they love in both countries. Mm-hmm. I like when I first came to the states. I was like, football is just football. I didn't, I didn't get it. Like, just people running around and throwing a ball <laughs> for like, and, and you know, for, for you guys, like you know, there's like the quarters. You guys do quarters or something mm-hmm. like that. And so I, it took, it took, it took, it took a minute for you know me to to like get the whole concept. And then like sometimes I'll be watching like you know a pretty cool touchdown, even though I didn't know what was going on. I was like, oh, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. That was a good throw. And then it will just jump automatically to like an advertisement. I was like, what is that? You know, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't get that. Like, you know, how, how, how are you guys doing that? Um, but then like I, when I came to learn about it, like there's so much with football, you know, that like there's like under the bar, there's like so many numbers running and you're like, you never know what is what, you know? And then like mm-hmm. there's a flag and then the ref speaks. And so the whole thing, I was like, why do people really, enjoy this and then what blew my mind was the college part of it because like i can never think of a call like you know colleges i mean some of those stadiums are bigger than soccer stadiums it's it's insane and like they're Mm -hmm. all packed and so i was like these people really do love this game you know (laughs) and like you know um i mean i was like in atlanta and i remember i had like a tennessee um like tennessee university uh, University of Tennessee t-shirt on and like I walked by somebody who was like a I think it was a Georgia University of Georgia fan mm. um and he was like welcome to dog nation <laughs> <laughs> and I was like well thank you but like I, I could tell they, they, they didn't mean that like they were not happy that I was wearing right. that and so I'm walking down the you know the grocery store and I can see people giving the looks and they have like you know their own judges and I was like, oh man. So yeah, that part of the state is crazy, <laughs> you know. Um, but like, you know, it's the difference is that in in Kenya, I think sports is more of like a a way to get out of the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so everybody's striving to be good at it to kind of find their name and go out. While like in the states, it's more of like, oh yeah, it's fun. We're gonna sit down and we're gonna watch this. And if I don't do it, there's another way. And so that sense of this is it, you know, all or nothing kind of makes it super competitive and aggressive here. Um, and like I was saying, like field hockey, like those kids did not joke because everybody has a dream and they want to preserve that dream. And so it drives them to do crazy stuff, you know, like I, I, like some of them believe that, oh yeah, if I smoke weed, I'm going to to be better, you know, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so like, it's just, it's for us, it's more of like, I think, over the last few years, it's changed. Like, you know, people are cooling down and just enjoying the game. Um, but, like, before, it was very, very tough. And then, like, you know, I feel like with the States, like, I mean, I played a little bit like a, a co-ed. Um, 
Like, mm. you know, there was like a, a gym close to where we lived and I would go and play card soccer. And most of the time, like, you know, if you fall, somebody's like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, like, <laughs> and over here, it's like, get up. <laughs> and so, it's so like, there's, there's very little emotions. Like, everybody's tough and everybody wants to win. And, you know, um, most of the kids that we played in, in, in um, you know, in hockey, they all were targeting, oh, who's the best player? We are going to take him down, you know. Mm. And so it was such a wild, wild sport. But there was also some beauty in, like, somebody actually finding that out that you're better than them and being like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe you can teach me these and, you know, we can learn these. And so, yeah, I think, you know, in general, like, which is funny. It's ironic because it, we love soccer. And when I play soccer, like, when it's cold and, you know, you're going to kick the ball and somebody hits you on the ankle with cleats, it's mm. painful, you know. Mm -hmm. And, of course, <laughs> people always say, oh, yeah, you're being dramatic. But sometimes it's painful. When I was watching soccer with some of my American friends, the only thing, the only reason like they could not stand it was how much players were rolling in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that is the only non-aggressive part of the sport. Right. The, everything, you know, and so like I, I would be sitting with people and they're like, oh, look at them. You know, and then somebody, somebody would be like, so you think if that guy was working with his wife and kids and somebody hit him like that, he would fall on the ground and start crying. I'm like, I don't think. You know? And so, yeah, I think the, the sides, the, obviously, like, you know, there's some, some sides of it that are super, super competitive and aggressive. And then, of course, at the end of the day, we all want the same thing and we all want to enjoy. And so if somebody's good, you, you know, you just, you just have to be like, okay, yeah, I mean, I'm not that good enough, but. We'll just come together and watch this person because we you only get a chance to watch them for a short time. Sports is not forever. Um, yeah, and so that that is one part. But also for you guys, what I what was so funny is like the NBA, the NFL, you only have a certain number of teams in mm -hmm. that, you know, in that, that that always are always there. Even if they're bad, they're always there. But like for us, it's so competitive that if, if you're not good enough, you're kicked down to the next level, you know, the lower level. And so for, for us, like you can you can see like people would not be satisfied with that kind of system where, oh, yeah, we, we will always play these teams every time, every time, you know, they're like, OK, if you're not good enough, bring somebody else, you know, who's good enough and then we can keep going. And so, yeah, I think it's more of like. Yeah, it's, it's different. And then, of course, the U.S. is more, like, people take care of themselves more. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if somebody has an injury, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I have an injury. I have to sit it out. I have to go see the doctor. And there's access to, like, medical facilities and stuff like that. And so, you know, it makes you better. Like, when you come back, you know, you're like, okay, yeah, I, I, I got hurt, but, you know, I got the best doctor or something like that. And so... I'm fine, but over here it's like you're playing, but you're also trying not to get hurt, and so yeah, it's it's a very different environment in that sense. Yeah, I mean, when I thought about this question too, I I thought like how how different every nation in the world is when they play sports. You know what I mean? And like if you if you go to the Olympics, like I mean, you're gonna see hundreds of different countries and hundreds of different personalities there, and it's it I can't even imagine playing in it because it's just it has so so much cultural implications too. But the last question I had for you: What is the biggest thing that young people need to know while participating in sports? Like I said, I think learning that it's it can end any time puts it in perspective. 
and like knowing that while you're doing that it's a gift that god has given you and there's a purpose behind that and so you know like people of course human beings being human beings like if you're good at something of course there's there's going there's always going to be some pride behind that you know um but then i think having a good system around you that kind of keeps you grounded and you know having in the back of your mind that this is never you know like my life doesn't really revolve around this you know um i think i think that's very important and i think like most successful people i've seen that because okay like think about like somebody like messi right he came from a very poor background and mm. you think oh yeah he, he's in paris right now and he's really doing good and he would never leave that life but like <clears throat> i watched an interview and he was asked like so what where do you see yourself in the next few years and he said well i really want to go back and play for my boyhood team and i was like well that boyhood team like they play in a very crappy stadium and you know there's always like violence and stuff and he said that for him that is where he'd learned to love the game and that's where he wants to you know finish it and you kind of changed my mind on what you know sports you know like you can you, you can just be like two people and you can you know have fun and some people you know you might have like 100 people playing and they're like ah, there's always like quarrels so i think kind of knowing that yeah um this thing is not forever um and you know god has given me this and i'm going to use it you know at the end of the day to glorify him i think we, having that in mind is very very important because of course there's going to come like if you're good of course there's there's a lot that's going to come along the way and you you know there's always that ease in temptation i'll tell you this when i was swimming i reached a point that i thought oh yeah i think i'm so good and i remember so i i taught myself how to swim via youtube um so i was like we lived by the coast and we had like access to a pool and so the guy I lived with he would you know before he went to work he would look up youtube and be like oh yeah today we need to practice on this and i'll be like okay so when he came back i would have practiced the whole day and i would do it the whole whether it was raining or you know because i just i just enjoyed it and so because i trained by myself and i was by myself i always told myself yeah i'm i'm the best and i know i'm the best even if i don't you know like there was always that pride um and so like he would tell me like he would stand on the roof and be like uh you didn't when you're diving your feet were not held together or you know like you did not dive at this angle and so i taught myself that and so when i got a real coach i was like it was so different because he kind of taught, he kind of undid everything you know i had done and he was like you need to do this and you need to do this and i was like ah i don't think that's right you know and then of mm-hmm. course the worst the worst of it all is when you have somebody that's super super um proud and then they do well you know mm-hmm. that's the worst because you're like this guy he's never going to learn it and so i think right. i think my coach was like getting so pissed off because i was doing well and i had it and i was like yeah i'm the best and so i think he was he was just <laughs> waiting for that moment for me to be like you know to kind of learn that you know this is not how it's supposed to be and that moment came i i, I always thought oh yeah when i when i reach the nationals i'm going to be number 1 and then ended up coming out sixth which in the grand scheme of things wasn't that bad but to me I was like what did I was so mad and then to add that um 
we were supposed to leave and you know go to the next um, like tournament, and they were only taking the the first six. And so the first two would go and like swim individually, and then I and four others would form like a team. And then when the names came back, my name wasn't there. Some some guy, I think it was like one of the organizers, put his kid's name in there. So I was mm. I was not in the list. And that I, I mean that I it crushed me. And I kind of looked at my coach and I expected him to say, "Oh, I told you," but he didn't. You know, um, and I was like, "Oh yeah, just say it. I know you you want you want to say I told you." But he was like, no, mm-mm. you've learned your lessons, so why should I kick you when you're down, you know? And I think that was a very good learning moment for me. I was like, I, now I see, you know, like it can end because that was it. I was done with high school. There's no way I was going to go back and restart it. And so looking back, um, I'm very, I wish I could have done some things differently, you know, in terms of how I handled myself in that period. And yeah, I think for, for people who want to do sports, is like, you should ask yourself that when I'm done with this, when I look back, will I regret this? You know, because, you know, like, what, what will I be proud of and what will I be like, oh, I wish I'd done this different. And so I think when we think like that, then it kind of, you know, changes the way we see things. I look back at, in my high school days and I, I have regrets too. And like, I tell myself now, like, hey, you can't go back and redo that. So you have to, you have to be able to live with that. You know what I mean? And having a good yeah, foundation yeah. and good, like you said, good people around you to just encourage you while you play sports is so crucial and so vital when you start to, you know, want to go to the next level or compete at a high level. But yeah, it's it's a really big learning experience. Like. Every every level of sports, you have to learn so much, and not even about just the sport, but about your character and about your personality. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just a learning curve. The whole the whole thing. Um, like when 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 I was walking to the team bus, like you know, for hockey, I would look at myself and be like, "Oh yeah, we you know we're the cool kids," you know. <laughs> but then, like that's when you're leaving to go for a game. But then once you go to the game and you find cooler kids who beat you. <laughs> you come back, you know, like you're so humble. <laughs> you know, if someone was like, "Hey," oh, and you yeah. didn't say, "Hey," back, like now you're coming back, and you're like, "Hey, man," um, and they're like, "So how, how, how did it go?" And you always want to defend yourself. It's never your fault, you know. Um, it's always the other person's fault. Right. I'm like, "Yeah," the referee was like, "Please," and I know they can see through me and be like, "Yeah, you're just proud." <laughs> um, but so, like, those are the moments, the moments that make you uncomfortable, and the moments that you know you kind of feel embarrassed for. I think are where you grow from the most, you know, in any part of life. Um, if everything goes your way, then you, you might miss a chance to actually see the things the way they are. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't regret learning through that, but I wish I could have just, you know, learned it in an easier way if that, you know, if that was one. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uncomfortable situations are literally how we grow as people. Like, no matter if you're in sports or in your job or whatever yeah. you do in life, putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation will help you grow way more than being comfortable your whole life. But Fabish, thank you so much for coming on. For all the listeners out there, go listen to this man's podcast. It is amazing. It is so good. And I just encourage everybody to keep up with it. And Fabish, I, I wish you the best of luck in the future and whatever you, whatever you do. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, I mean... For everybody in Kenya, I'm going to try and introduce them to you. 
because you know, <laughs> people here love sports and of course when i tell them hey i'm going to a podcast about sports they're like oh yeah what you're gonna play on and like record yourself i'm like no we actually just you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk about sports and i so what are you talking about because you know like i said people here are very they tend to hide emotions mm. and so they're like you're just sitting down and talking about sports why don't you go and play i'm like actually it doesn't work like that you know right. um so yeah it's it's fun when I, I, I try to introduce people to something new and so i'm gonna be like hey listen uh, we did this podcast and it's about sports and i think it's good for you to listen to and so yeah thank you man i'm <clears throat> very happy to you know to have had this chance and yeah to speak to you because i mean i've been following your episodes and they're pretty fun <laughs> they're really cool um and so if anybody in kenya is listening to this please tell somebody to also listen to yeah. you because know, that's how we get the word out there um and i also wish you all the best man um keep doing what you're doing it's great work and yeah man, god bless you man awesome well thank you thank you again fathers